So hi, welcome to episode seven of the Geek Therapy Podcast. My name is Josue Cardona. Uh, with me today is John Solomon, CEO of Super Better Labs. If you know the word Super Better, it's a game that's been out for a little while. You may have seen a TED Talk on it. I have posted a few articles about it on Geek Therapy. So um, I'm really excited to have John here. So welcome, John, and thank you so much for coming on the show. Hi, uh, welcome everyone, and thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Um, so I know what Super Better is. Um, Super Better La- Super Better is a game. Super Better Labs is the company behind that game. Um, what can you tell us about um, what Super Better Labs is and and what they do? Sure. Well, Super Better Labs was originally um, founded on the idea that. Um, through the use of games, and either from building games, using gameful mechanics, um, those types of things that uh, one of our founders, Jane McGonigal, who a lot of you have probably heard of, who has written the book Reality is Broken and also has done two TED Talks now, um, was kind of her original uh, vision. And she really put a stake in the ground and said, you know, we there's a lot of things out there in games that are, are very good um, and that are very beneficial and can help people in a lot of different ways. And of course, we've seen this in areas of not only health, which we're focusing on too, but education. We've seen it in the workplace. Um, it, it, it almost has become a little bit of a buzzword now in terms of people toss gamification around a lot. We like to think of ourselves as one of the early pioneers. We come from a place of authenticity since a lot of people on our team have been researching games for a long time and have been talking about the benefits of it for a long time. So as a company, we believe that um, we, we have a number of products um, that we would love to come out with um, within you know, in the future. Um, and we don't necessarily have to stick to only one thing. Um, our first product, which is called Super Better, um, is related more to health, um, but you know there, there's a lot of other opportunities we'd love to get involved in. Um, education is another um, issue that I'm really passionate about. Uh, another one is uh, dealing more with kids uh, and early, uh, kind of early adulthood, um, teenagers, early adults, things like that, because I think that a lot of in, important behavior change happens, uh, can happen at that age. Um, so it's also games are a great way to uh, engage with uh, younger communities as well. So we really didn't want to kind of say we're we're only a, a one trick pony, and so that's why the kind of the idea of Super Better Labs came about. Uh, we we've um, done just I guess in terms of what we've launched so far. In addition to Super Better, we also um, designed a game earlier this year for Oprah. Um, it was called the Oprah's Thank You Game. And that was featured on her Facebook page. Um, The premise was quite simple. We said, um, we believe in the power of spreading gratitude. Uh, So we encouraged people to thank people in their lives and then record it online on on her page. And then we had a heat map and we kind of showed how gratitude was spreading across the world. So that's an example of where we've worked with some other um, partners to develop other sorts of concepts and ideas. so those are kind of been that, uh, our Super Better Web, and then our Super Better Mobile have kind of been our three big things that we've launched this year. Um, and we will continue to explore other opportunities in the future. But um, right now, our big focus is on Super Better. I, I have a question about that Oprah's Thank You game. How did, how did that come about? 
Um, so it originally came about because um, uh, the, the Oprah Winfrey Network um, had reached out to us. They were interested in doing something game-related. Um, and they saw the power of games. And uh, Jane actually went down and met Oprah, and they instantly hit it off. And so they uh, basically commissioned us to help them design and think through something they could do. So we were uh, more of the uh, kind of experts and designers um, that came up with the concept. We didn't actually code and develop it ourselves. They developed it um, in-house. And then when they launched it, there was a video that Jane did with her sister and Oprah did. And um, so... Uh, that that's that's kind of how that happened, and we're kind of in continual to talk to them about other potential things we could do in the future, and maybe even something with uh, the actual Super Better property. Having Oprah in your corner is definitely a good thing. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Luckily, you know, um, her and her and Jane really hit it off, and that that's always uh, yeah something something good to have, like you said. So you talked about Super Better, um, the the game itself. Um, I'm familiar with it, but uh, walk us through what what exactly Super Better is. Uh, Super Better was originally developed uh, by Jane. Um, she about three years ago suffered a head injury, which didn't heal properly, and so she was suffering from that the recovery um, during that period where she was started to experience a lot of depression, um, suicidal thoughts. And, you know, her doctor said there was really not much she could do except for potentially taking some antidepressants and anti-anxiety and things like that, which she decided she didn't want to do. So instead, she said, I, you know, I need to create something and I need to develop something for me to get out of this. And I'm going to use my uh, core superpower, which was game design. And she really thought about, she really studied what post-traumatic growth and how people really recover from these types of injuries. And she realized there was a lot of similarities to gaming, where it was kind of breaking down things into smaller tasks, um, eliciting social support, um, all sorts of different things. And so she kind of came up with this game concept where she elicited her allies, which to start with was her twin sister and her husband. Um, she had her quest she would do every day. She had her power-ups that would give her kind of, um, you know, instant energy and feeling good. And she had her bad guys that she was trying to really avoid and defeat. And, over, you know, over time, she was increasing her resilience. Um, and so she just, you know, after starting to implement this on a very analog level, I mean, no kind of technical development, it's really pen to paper, she started to feel better and she talks about kind of the as she as in her most recent TED talk where she goes into this origin story you know she talks about how her mind uh, became more clear it's this kind of cloud and fog of depression anxiety started to lift and she started to get better fairly quickly and much to her doctor's surprise as well so we will so what, what we decided to do at that point um, the company and it, which is in its kind of very early stages uh, said, well, why don't we bring this to the masses? Why don't we take um, these concepts around gaming and these concepts around, you know, breaking things down into smaller challenges, uh, which we now call epic wins, and also the ally functionality? Why don't we bring this to a broad consumer base? So we originally started out with an alpha um, end of uh, end of last year with with the company Zappos, 
and we got a lot of great feedback from that. We went into our beta, and we launched that in March at South by Southwest, and um, that was launched as web only, and it was launched with about 37 different challenges. So you could either pick an injury or illness, or you could pick a health goal. And based on the challenge you picked, we recommended content, um, such as which we call power packs. So if you, for example, say you want to lose weight, um, we will recommend, for example, the full plate diet, which is one of our partners. And you know that's a whole sort of puts you on a path to um, eating better and learning about that diet. We had some things targeted at depression, for example, our mood elevator power pack. We had lazy exercise, which is popular. We had things to help you sleep, lowering stress. Uh, and then in addition, you could create your own custom uh, goals and you could create your own custom content. Um, and we've had over about 5,000 different custom challenges people have used Super Better for in addition to what we provided. And that can be anything from keeping your apartment clean to people using it to write a novel, um, to finding a boyfriend, all sorts of different uses. Um, so in addition, we um, launched a mobile version of it in about July on iOS. And that was something that really allowed people to become even more engaged with the tool because they could kind of record stuff on a moment-by-moment uh, -moment basis and they wouldn't just have to do it in front of a computer. Uh, we don't believe that everyone should just be sitting at home and be in front of Super Better all day. And we wanted people to really get out and be able to record it on the go. We've, so now we've done about three versions of our uh, iOS app. The latest one came out about a week ago. We keep iterating on that. We have a huge demand, huge, huge demand for an Android app. It's, it's funny, I actually, on Tuesday, I went on our uh, face, Super Better Facebook page, which I highly recommend everyone check out. And I, I wrote a post and I said, hey, there was so much love and requests for Android, maybe we should Kickstarter this uh, feature because it's on our product roadmap with our current investment. And we got a tons and tons of comments um, we got about and likes and people were so excited and said that they would love to contribute to that. So uh, we're kind of assessing that opportunity as might be a way to kind of let the people be heard and to allow them to you know invest into something that will bring them benefits as well. So that's that's a little bit of the origin of Super Better. That's about where we are today in terms of the platforms we're on. And you know if you're you're interested too, can also give some. Uh, other more, you know, kind of detailed insights into Super Better and how people are using it and other things like that. Yeah, I, I actually want to go into that kind of stuff. And I think the the mobile app really changes the experience because um, so we, we can talk about that now, how you have power ups and you have bad guys and you have specific quests. And a lot of those things, those things don't happen in front of a computer. Um, those things happen in your everyday while you're at work, while you're walking around. So when you get an opportunity to actually um, have that, on, have your cell phone available and say, okay, I was able to do this, I was able to do that, it really, I think it really makes the whole thing a lot more effective. Yeah, it, it totally does. Um, people, we've seen our engagement levels really go up. 
Um, we see people using it, you know, on a on a on a daily basis. Um, we're we're just at the early stages of it as well. Um, we want to kind of integrate more with like sensor data information, so it can automatically give you power ups. For example, if you walk a certain amount of steps by reading the accelerometer, we want to even be able to do things in the future like you know, you haven't moved from your desk in five hours. You need to get up and go outside or do something, or you've been uh, sitting at home for all day, um, it's time to get out. And depending on what your goals might be, it could be a bad guy, it could be, you know, sit, laying in bed all day when you're feeling depressed. And we could have the phone automatically say, hey, you've been in your bedroom all day. Um, you got you to get out. You got to go interact with someone, get some exercise. So we really are excited about harnessing the power of mobile, um, both from a predictive level to provide recommendations. Um, the fact that we can leverage all, all the sensors on these devices because they're getting smarter and smarter, and also all the kind of geolocation and other sorts of databases that are out there. So very, very excited about what's what's to come from a mobile perspective. Um, you mentioned gamification before, so really what you're talking about now is just really applying those the, that concept of uh, getting points or, or completing a challenge to, to everyday things. Um, and some of those challenges, can, can we kind of run through what they are um, within the within the program? Yeah, we have a ton, I mean, we have a ton of uh, we have a ton of challenge. Like I said, we started out with thirty seven different challenges, and that could anything from battle, you know, wanting to sleep better to um, battling depression, anxiety, um, becoming a vegetarian, eating better, fitness, uh, quitting smoking a whole bunch of different ones. What, what we actually have decided to do, um, because what we did when we dug into our data, actually, and we've done this kind of recently, is we, we, really looked, we really went in and looked to see where we were getting a high proportion of people staying engaged with the product. And what we found was that although a lot of people sign up for what I call kind of the, the New Year's resolution type challenges, which are uh, working out, losing weight, things like that, you know, there, there still are a lot of people that, that say they're doing those challenges and they, they kind of end up dropping off. But what we found were people were really engaged were some of the people that with more of a mental shift that required. So lowering stress has been, we've seen a lot of engagement there, depression, anxiety, chronic pain, addiction, post-traumatic stress, um, a lot of these more mental-related issues. And we find that we've been very, very a lot more successful um, with people that need help with, with these kinds of issues. And what we need to understand a little bit better is, is it because there's something within Superbetter that really uh, helps people with these issues? Is it because of the content that we've created ourselves as better content for these issues? Um, is it the fact that there's not a lot of other things in the market for, for people who have these challenges? I mean, we know there's a lot of weight loss apps, quit smoking apps, and fitness apps. But there's not a lot of apps that help you maybe to limit stress and help you with anxiety or depression or other types of things. So um, we're actually looking to focus more in the future around mental health related challenges just because we feel like it's hard to be kind of everything to everyone at the beginning. And we'd rather kind of get really good at a few areas and then kind of expand and take the learnings from that and, and expand and, you know, back into other areas maybe such as obesity or other types of health-related challenges. So that's a, it's a little bit of a hint of where, of where we're looking to go in the future. 
Well, um, I'm excited about that because because I'm a mental health clinician and I've actually had a few on this show. And what appeals to me the most about Super Better, yeah, it, it it's great for things like like you said, the New Year's resolution. But the fact that you can take something like, you know, dealing with anxiety or or you know, going through depression. The the app, the way it's set up and, and the way you guys have that tutorial at the beginning and, and the way you design your, your quests, it really allows you to break down the disorder or or exactly what it is that's ailing you. And I think it, it allows you to see it in a different way. And it's a lot, it's very similar to what I do in therapy because I will go and, and I will try to find out what it is that's causing the anxiety or what it is that's causing the depression. And a big part of getting through that is to deal with those challenges as they come throughout the week. You know, it's not what happens in our session. It's what happens between the sessions that really makes the biggest impact. So I think that this game really allows you to to do that, to just step back, look at all the pieces, and then get ready for them as they come, and then feel good about either conquering them or, or um, you know, or getting a power up and feeling better, things like that. Right, right, and we and we've heard that a lot. Um, it's it's in between it's in between therapy. It's for people who um, might not even have access. Um, so people that are even underinsured people, people where sometimes it could be higher costs or higher barriers. Sometimes people where there's could be potentially stigmas associated with this, or people don't even have time throughout their schedules to be able to schedule appointments or to go um, in to see doctors, therapists. There's a whole host of reasons. So we feel like if we can bring it right to your phone and if we could start helping and benefiting people, um, then that's that's a really big positive. Um, and we also really like the fact that we kind of have our advocates, such as yourself, who are people that can really help to introduce it and help to get it you know, set up. And that's also a things we're looking at, too, in the future is how do we provide additional services um, that could be helping people get their um, super better experience set up in the right way, potentially even working with, you know, like, uh, coaches or things like that. Um, we've also been talking even to some, in, in, you know, insurance companies who are interested in providing this to their um members and to, you know, insert telecoaching and other, to all sorts of different things that people might be able to use to really, um, you know, help people throughout the, either through it, when it's most convenient to them, which um, uh, I think we all live in kind of busier lives and more mobile lives, it can sometimes be hard to find time um, to get the help you need. So we're, we're definitely really excited about all that. So I, I've, um, I think about that I would love to use it with clients as part of therapy, right? Have you heard that from other clinicians as well? We, we have. I mean, we, um, it's, it's an area that we probably didn't really expect um, when we launched it. And, and again, a lot of what we're doing here is, uh, as, a, as a, I often say, a giant experiment. Um, but we, we have heard anecdotally, and we have had people reach out to us, um, we need to probably do a better job of going and what part of what we're trying to do is is we're trying to raise additional money right now to kind of help us to get to the next version of this of the product and and this is where we at that you know at that point really want to engage with a lot of frontline people like you but we have heard people say that and I'm I'm kind of curious too of what you think um, how you would imagine using it or or even what if you could kind of build the perfect version of Super Better, what what would it be? I mean, do you do you envision yourself being an ally to people? Do you envision wanting to have like a 
back-end dashboard where you could be able to see people's progress or or how how is it most helpful to you well yeah um the ally part which which we should talk about and explain in a second um you know you have these people who who help you out and can kind of see your progress but you can also recommend um power-ups and quests throughout the day so absolutely i saw myself as i thought well, if I could put myself in the ally position with the client, if they agreed to have me as an ally in the program, and then within our session, we could go ahead and break down. So let's let's use anxiety, for example, right? Like we're, you, you mentioned that one a few times. So for example, I might tell them, okay, so what are things that help you reduce your anxiety? And instead of just talking about it and telling them to try to do that more often, we would set it up as a power-up, right, in the game. So we could make something like, I don't know, uh, listen to music, um, read a comic book, uh, watch my favorite TV show, something like that, watch a comedy. And you would set those up, right? And uh, ideally, I would sit with a client, have, um, you know, list those things out and then add those into their profile, right? And then we go the same thing. Um, there's something called bad guys in the program, right? So... Um, what is it that causes the most anxiety for them? Or what is it that they're dealing with? Maybe it's, um, maybe their epic win is that they want to give a presentation, right? And they're too anxious to really get up there. They're really nervous about it. So maybe a bad guy would be walking up to someone that they don't know and, you know, saying hello. That might be something that would help them. That's something that gets them really nervous, right? It's not their, their huge challenge, but it's something that always gets to them. And we might talk about it and see how that, you know, just walking up to people and saying hello, uh, something that makes them nervous, it's not going to be the end of the world. And they would feel a lot better if they did that. And we can make that a bad guy. And then I could monitor throughout the week every time that they confronted that situation and either um, did it or, or failed at that. And then I don't know if I would see it every week, you know, throughout the week, monitor it necessarily, but I would love to see their progress um, when they showed up uh, for the next session. And for Quest, the same thing. So I guess we would set up things like um, practicing for the presentation, right? So maybe practicing in front of a group of friends could be one Quest. Or practicing in front of one person would be a Quest for the first week to do that twice. And then the second week, um, you know, and then build it up. And we could adjust everything, um, the, different, the different Quests and the different bad guys as time went on. And then as an ally, I could jump in in the middle of the week maybe and add something, right? I could suggest a quest. Or um, a part that I love about being an ally is that I can give feedback, right? So I could, I could see that they, maybe they failed at something twice and maybe I can give them an encouraging, an encouraging remark. Or if they're doing great, I can really just support them and tell them that they're doing a great job. Right. So even within the structure that's there now, I see a lot of potential to use it as a clinician, especially with somebody who felt comfortable with with the terminology, because we're talking about defeating bad guys, we're talking about power-ups, we're talking about quests. So I think um, it would have to be with a certain type of clientele. Mm -hmm. So maybe maybe different wording might work for for different people. But I could I could think of um, you know a good age range, you know younger people, people who are more tech savvy or or like video games. Um, I could really talk them into to doing something like this, and I think that their level of investment would be a lot more than it usually is from therapy when they're just, it's just a, a, a task list sort of, you know, and they just go out, they leave the session with that in their mind, but they're not really, there isn't that incentive because the app is great because it tells them, oh, you got this many points for doing that or you got this many points for doing this. Even if you fail, you still get points because you tried. 
which is a great thing. So it really just reinforces what we would be doing in therapy. Yeah, I think um, and you bring up an interesting point because we we've found that actually we've also you know it also resonates with people who you know are not even gamers too and and just kind of being able to give someone a, a structure and framework that's a little more fun than a typical to do list or post a note and so we we we've seen actually a, a pretty broad range of people even outside of you know kind of gamers and, and younger people and the and the ally is uh, the ally is is a great and unique functionality um two two kind of key in two kind of key insights that i've that i've seen when talking with players is um one is that they really um like to have a space where they can kind of be doing uh, a lot of their challenges in a, in a little bit more of a private setting and not necessarily um wanting to go on Facebook or Twitter and say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with these issues uh, because a lot of these social networks tend to always be about people putting the best things that happen up um, and never kind of a lot of the more real life stuff. So people really like that they can have a more safe spot where they can choose the people to be their allies and to be their support network. Um, and in addition, uh, they also really like the ability to find other people that are going through the same thing as them. So actually on our forum, we have um, a lot of people, a very active community actually, that will go on and they will um, they will say what they're battling and dealing with, um, and will say, "Hey, you know, is there anyone else there who wants to be my ally?" And so we have you know complete strangers that are connecting with each other, and um, they they are helping each other out, and they don't even necessarily know each other in the real world. Um, but the the feedback we've gotten is that you know a lot of times people hate to ask for help. And they hate to, you know, maybe bother people in their existing networks. But and it's like someone who's either gone through the same thing or is going through the same thing can be a great ally. Um, you look at the, you know, kind of the uh, Alcoholics Anonymous model, which is very similar, which is a very private group um, outside your traditional social circle. You have sponsors. Um, you have people that are going through the same thing as you. Um, so, so we really love that part of Super Better. Um, and we want to actually in the future make it a lot more, make it a lot easier to share content. So if I create a quest, if I create a bad guy and you see that, you know, you and I have a similar challenge, you can be like, oh, those are some really great ideas. I want to pull that into my inventory. And you get a lot of this kind of collaborative um, sorts of solutions to, to health problems. And I, and I think we see some of that on our forum where people will say they're, uh, favorite custom content and they'll post it and we, we also have someone who's created a wiki now and you can see it there but actually making it really easy in game to share ideas and to find other people with similar challenges I think will really start to unlock uh, the true potential of super better I agree I mean I don't know if it was evident from my example but I've I've, I've thought about how cool it would be to use it um, I haven't done it yet just because of uh, the settings I've been working at but it's absolutely something that that I can't wait to try. And I actually have seen online a few clinicians mention that, you know, that they have used it. Because I think, I don't know, at least it it just seems like a, a natural fit. It seems like a great, a great thing. And then as a clinician, as a, uh, for, to me, it's great that you guys are really, really hammering home the science part, right? Um, if anybody's seen the TED Talk, Jane really goes into the research that has gone into every single piece of what you guys are doing. 
Right. Yeah, it's really important to us. There's a lot of kind of general wellness, well-being, apps, games, and we really are grounded in science. We uh, talk about the science. It's in-game. There's science cards. Um, and we're very much taking this very serious route because we believe that we actually want to create things that can really solve problems and in a verifiable, evidence-based way. One thing we're really excited about is we're going to be actually be kicking off a randomized control trial with a major university next month, and we're actually going to be testing um, the effectiveness of SuperBetter with treating mild level of depression. Um, we're actually creating a special power pack for the study that'll be modeled after cognitive behavioral therapy, and we're going to have a kind of control waitlist group, and we're going to be having our SuperBetter players, and we're going to see both groups who have, you know, indicated, um, you know, uh, moderate levels of depression and really see that if we can prove that we actually can um, effectively, you know, uh, improve the um, depression levels of the people that are using this uh, special cognitive behavioral therapy power pack. So what is a power pack exactly? So Power Pack is a group, uh, we mean, we've talked a lot about several of our mechanics we use. So our core mechanics that we use to kind of help with um, the, help you with your goal um, or to change behavior is one is a um, quest. Um, and those are kinds of uh, thought of as like the, the journey you're on to get to your kind of a goal or big epic win. And so those are kind of a series of things that unlock over time um, as you complete them. Um, and they will provide they can provide information, they can provide recommended things to do, um, articles in them. And really it's kind of the, you know, if you think about it in a typical game, it's kind of like the things you have to kind of do to get to the next levels. Um, in addition to those things, we have power-ups. And power-ups, again, kind of taking from the video game world, are, are things that you can do, such as drink a glass of water, um, take a walk around the block, take the stairs instead of the elevator, that kind of um, are you know, things that you can do to make you feel better, quick things you can do throughout the day. Um, bad guys tend, as the other mechanic we use, bad guys, are the things that you tend to want to avoid. Um, for example, it could be some people say um, being sedentary for too long. Some people can say my bad guy is that I, you know, tend to stay at home and when things are rough or hide under the covers and 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 don't face the challenge head on. Um, the thing is, is that what we encourage is that we all have bad guys in our lives, but um, you know we sometimes win and we sometimes lose. And so we still want to give you credit for trying if you lose. Um, and we kind of show your score over time, how many times you've won, how many times you've lost. And we also have the ability to totally vanquish a bad guy. So you can say, I've totally won. I vanquished this guy. He won't come up in your list anymore. Your allies get a notice when you vanquished a bad guy. And that's, and that's kind of another key mechanic. Um, so those are kind of the key things, and as you do those things, you get kind of levels that unlock, um, and as you get to next levels, you kind of unlock different pieces of content, um, and you get achievements in your achievement list area. Um, you get points based on doing these different mechanics. Um, you have an overall resilience score, which is, the, which is our point system, is resilience. 
And within there, there's four kind of uh, key things we measure. It's mental resilience, emotional resilience, physical resilience, um, and social resilience. So depending on the type of quest or bad guy or power-up, you'll get different types of resilience. So if you want to work on, uh, for example, mental resilience, you can focus things like that. You also have the ability to customize any of these bad guys, power-ups, quests, and you can create your own. It's actually a lot of fun. Um, you can put a custom photo. You can put a custom title and text and really have a lot of fun with them as well. So, so going back to a power pack will be basically um, a, a, a whole bunch of content that will be uh, kind of like a, a happy meal where if you, the power pack could say, for example, um, lazy exercise is one power pack that's pretty popular. And when you load that power pack up from the kind of the power pack area of the site, it automatically will load you quests to do, uh, power-ups to do, and bad guys to do. Um, so kind of this preloaded content is, is the way to think about power, power packs. And people like it because it kind of gets them on a journey. Um, and if they don't necessarily know how to start and to use it right away, and then from there they can kind of additionally like create their own. Um, we also see Power Pack is a great way to get third parties involved to have great content that they want to bring to the world. And in addition, we might even in the future allow individuals to create Power Packs that they could share with other people. Good, because uh, I have an idea for a Geek Therapy Power Pack. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know about that once we're done here yeah. after the show. Good, I like it. So I think what you guys are doing um, is great. And, and it's really there's a lot of games for health going on, right? Do you do you guys consider yourself part of the games for health? I don't know. I don't want to call it a movement, you know, but part of the games for health um, uh, environment. It's interesting because um, we really have always been very rooted in the game community. Um, obviously, games. You know, Jane this year spoke at Games for Health and Games for Change, and we that's very much been our origin story. Um, I think over the past few months, and especially as I've come in to this new role of CEO and taking taking the company to the next level, uh, we've really also tried to get more ingrained within the health community. Um, so, for example, we uh, we're taking office space right now at this really awesome incubator program in in San Francisco called Rock Health. So we've been we've been using some space there, and they've been. Um, uh, they're, they're an awesome program and they provide a lot of awesome services to uh, startups in the health space. Um, and Addison Jane spoke at their uh, Health Innovation Summit uh, a couple weeks ago. So I think that we, we are probably trying to move a little more consciously into the health movement. Um, and you, know, you, you asked about gaming and health. And, and I, I, the way I see it is that um, I think gaming is a great way to, to help with behavior change in a lot of different areas. Um, I don't think gaming in itself can necessarily always solve all the problems. So what we're trying to do too is, is also make sure we have really good content. Um, we want to make sure that we are being seen as kind of a, a serious tool, um, so being seen as a serious mobile product. Um, and we see the gaming as kind of like the, the candy coating that makes it more accessible, that makes it more fun, that makes it more interesting. But we really see ourselves as a, you know, long term as a, as a real health uh, behavior change tool 
um, both to be used for prof health professionals and direct to consumers. Um, so it's not it's not something that we just might necessarily always pu purely stay in, in the um, in the gaming part. We actually believe that we're 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 trying to build like a kind of future health brand uh, uh, that helps people really overcome a lot of their a lot of their health challenges. Um, and and we have kind of a, a a lot of different a lot of different thoughts about that. So I do I do feel like um, uh, gaming has been a little bit uh, overused, and I think a lot of startups and a lot of companies are trying to slap gaming elements on top of things in a, in a lot of uh, ways that are not very authentic. And I think as a result that we can sometimes just get lumped into those groups. But we, we really are at the core about helping people change their, their behaviors and really helping with what we see as a true health uh, ep epidemic going on in our country right now. Um, mental health is one area, you know, that we've seen growing levels of people being prescribed antidepressants, for example. We see um, obesity as a growing epidemic. Um, there's all sorts of different areas where we really feel that we need to help provide the tools, uh, both education, mobile tools, tools that leverage sensors and all sorts of things to really help people um, with the change that they want in their, in their lives. So here on Geek Therapy, I, I like to highlight people that are doing exactly what you're talking about, you know, wanting to help people out um, in the health fields, um, you know, bringing science that that is really making a difference in people's lives. But um, I love to highlight the, I call it the geeky stuff, but it's really this stuff that a lot of people are passionate about. You know, like I love um, video games, comic books, tech, and things like that. So I'm wondering who who is, uh, who works at Super Better? Like, who are you guys? What are you guys um, what is your background and um, what advice do you have for people who, you know, have those same interests? They they want to really get into this um, into this area where they can help people out, but not necessarily in the traditional clinical avenue like um, like I do on a daily basis, for example. Yeah, it's a, it's a great point. I mean, one thing we're really lucky about with Super Better is, you know, we, we have been able to attract um, a lot of great talent and a lot of great people who are very mission-driven. Um, they're people that really actually truly want to change the world and want to be part of a, an exciting movement. So we have people that come from a purely, more purely game background. We have um, one of our data and insights uh, leads actually came from, uh, was a, a data manager on the Obama campaign and had done some experimental psychology uh, in her past. We've had people coming from other internet consumer startups. Um, we've had people with a you know, psychology background. We've had people from a marketing advertising background. We've had consultants, we, you know, a whole wide swath of people that all bring a lot of different kind of um, skills and hobbies and passions. So really kind of, you know, I don't, I don't think we really look for one specific type of person except for the fact that we want someone who really is interested in, in being part of a movement and being part of something that's bigger than themselves. I personally um, come from a... Uh, geek background myself. I was born and raised in San Francisco at a time when, you know, I remember sitting in my basement in my summers when I was, you know, 12, 13 years old at the early versions of AOL and on my Mac Performa and I've always really been into computers and technology and 
different different types of things like that, um, and then and then you know computer science and. Um, I also, uh, with my last previous job I start, I did, I did a lot of work on consumer research and consumer insights. So I've always really been interested in what motivates people and drives people and trends and macro trends and how, how things change uh, on different uh, generations. Um, and, and it's really interesting to see it within, within health because you see health is, is obviously something that spans you know, everyone in all ages, but you really see some, some interesting changes going on. Uh, we see some, some pretty fascinating statistics when you even start looking at some of the younger generations. Um, for example, um, we see that people 18 to 24 30% of them are likely to spend out of pocket for health apps or programs to monitor their health. And 50% of consumers, 25 to 34, are likely to spend out of pocket for health related video games. So we see this huge opportunity, especially with younger people that are kind of willing to spend outside of the traditional um, health system, which is usually about being reimbursed and going through your insurer. Um, another statistics I saw is that you know forty percent of people, eighteen to twenty-four, they go to retail retail uh, uh, clinics such as Walmart clinics or CVS when they need to get some health. You know they have a cough or a cold or something versus going directly to their doctor. So you see these really interesting changes happening in in terms of our society, and I love looking at those and seeing really where the opportunities are to innovate. And I think that Super Better is doing that because although we hope down the road and some of the partnerships we're working on is we want to be able to work within insurance companies and we want people to actually hopefully in the future get reimbursed for using Super Better, we also think there's an opportunity where people are wanting it so much that they would actually be willing to pay for it themselves because it really actually helps solving uh, a problem in their lives. So my advice would be that I think this is a very, very exciting time. I think that technology is causing us to disrupt so many different areas. Um, and I think, you know, co uh, continually needing to really look at where those opportunities are and seeing how uh, what you're passionate about uh, might be able to help solve them. And it's, it's never been cheaper to start a company with the ability to have cloud services and um, really do not need a ton of money, especially if you're technical, to start something. There's a lot of great um, literature out there online um, all about uh, starting up a company. Um, you know, so many resources out there now. So if people are interested in startups, I would definitely suggest people look at kind of the, the lean startup approach um, that Eric Reese has been um, talking about for a number of years and how you can really just get a very minimum viable product out in the market and test user feedback and continually iterate. So I think, I think that I would just, you know, I, I would consider uh, people really um, get outside of their comfort zones and build something and not be afraid to fail. You know, our, our, uh, the U.S. at least has always been built on this foundation of continually innovating and coming up with new ideas and um, I think people should not be afraid to do that and it's a very, very exciting time to be doing that as well. So, so what can we expect next from uh, Super Better Labs? What should be, what, what's the next thing coming around the corner? Well, I think the big thing for us is, you know, we've, we've been around, you know, we've had this product out since March, beginning of April, we, over the summer months, we've seen, you know, over 120,000 people sign up. Um, we've had almost, you know, half a million views on our 
super better page. Um, so we, we see that there's a huge, huge interest out there on, on new, new solutions to health challenges. I think what we need to make sure we do is gather all that data, gather all the user feedback, and really determine the best way for it from a product standpoint so we can um, continue to, to help people. Um, so I think what, what our main focus is through the end of the year is to, is to launch, one is to launch this trial, which we'll, we'll, which we'll be announcing soon, and really start to prove efficacy. Uh, another one is to continue to look at partnerships within the uh, health space, um, so you can look for our, some announcements there soon, hopefully. Um, and third is really focusing more on understanding some of the mental health-related challenges of our users and also figuring out um, how people such as yourself would, could potentially use the tools. And we're also looking, hopefully, to come up with some Android version soon, which people keep... Is our number one most voted up uh, user feedback is the Android app. Um, and we'll, we'll also be looking to develop content with, with hopefully some potential third parties. And, and that's, kind of, uh, that's kind of what we are looking to do in the, um, in the short term. So I think that um, I think we went through the game pretty well. I think we explained it, um, but uh, I, I definitely want to mention again the Jane, um, the the TED talk that Jane did. Um, I think it was released in June of this year. It really does an amazing job of running through the game, running through the science. And um, so, if you didn't really get it all from from our conversation, I recommend that people check that out. Um, and where else can people go to find out about Super Better and Super Better Labs? You go to superbetterlabs.com. It talks a little bit about the company. Superbetter.com is where you can play the game. Um, or you can go to the iOS Mac store and you can download it. It's still free, all of it. So get it while it still is free. And, you know, I would also encourage people, like you said, to look at the TED Talk. It has over a million views now. Um, I would also suggest looking at our forums. Uh, we have a very active community there that helps you if you get stuck, um, helps you to find other allies going through the same thing as you. So I would suggest you to check out those areas as well. All right, John. So thank you so much for, for coming on the show and talking to us about Super Better and, and what you guys are doing over there. Yes. No, thank you for having me on. We would encourage everyone to try it out. We also love to hear feedback. So don't hesitate to reach out. You can always get to us at support at superbetter.com as well. All right, so thank you, John, and thank you, everybody, for listening. You can find out more about Geek Therapy at geektherapy.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Geek Therapy. Okay.